Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Matt. Magic, motherfucker. And Ian. I'm back! Did you miss me? He was gone. Whoops. <laughs> Terry is with us this evening. Supreme Court Judge Antonin Scalia has died after a long battle against social progress. <laughs> <laughs> and the dumbass himself. Ha! I've got you right where I want you, Brian. Avarta Candelabra! Wait, that, that wasn't it, was it? Yeah, um, but I got mm-hmm. real uncomfortable all of a sudden. <laughs> Wait, go on, I'll, I'll try to remember it. Just, just go on with the show. Okay, uh, okay. What happens if you get it right? Well, if, if, if he actually gets the spell with the Candelabra correctly, um, you get him an aura up the ass. Uh, all eight that's a hell of a peggy <laughs> <laughs> yep i know about that from the movie minority report oh. <laughs> wow well we're off to a dubious yeah we are <laughs> <laughs> well good so well let's talk about Starfest real quick ian okay well uh the convention season has begun uh, coming up here in March, the weekend of the 11th through 13th, I will be at Starfest the whole weekend. I will actually be quite active with the Doctor Who panels, but I will be roaming around doing other stuff. So if you guys want to hunt me down, that's a good place to do it. And once more, you know, to try and get our listeners more enthused, Brian and Baxter will be there. They've not missed the Starfest in a while. And then, of course, later that month is AnomalyCon, the weekend of the 25th through the 27th of March. And I will be there all weekend doing, I think I'm doing five panels now, so it's Doctor Who again, um, doing a couple science ones on uh, um, time travel. So should be fun. And once Brian and Baxter are like at all the conventions now, so they'll be there as well. So I, I've actually been um, talking to them quite a bit lately at the conventions. It's a lot of fun. So come see me. Come see Brian and Baxter. Come be a geek and do geeky stuff. All right. Well, I don't know about you guys. Havarti Camembert. That was a pretty cheesy spell, dumbass. <laughs> All right. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling randy. So it's time to masturbate with the masturbation moment. The Amateur Skeptics present... Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Boom, chicka, chicka. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what do we got here? Girls, seriously, get your mind in the game. That's right, I found this thing about uh, kind of random thoughts that women have while they masturbate. And I've just got to say, women, get it together. Come on. <laughs> if you can't do this right, don't do it at all. <laughs> I mean, is it any wonder men have denigrated your sexuality for so long when this is the kind of shit that you pull when, <laughs> when you try to get the action on with yourself? I mean, come on. Well... This Token sounds... female, you have anything to say for yourself? Well, I was just thinking, like, all of this is kind of legit because this is all stuff that runs through my mind, like, at the end of the day or whatever, when I'm sort of winding down, like, what did I forget? What did I, what do I need to do before I go to bed? What do I, you know? Uh... Yeah, but I think that's even true with guys. Our minds can go to some odd places sometimes. Well, okay, but let's, what, what is this article telling us? What, what are we talking about here, dumbass? Well, basically, an article based on this video out there just a humorous uh, little video by a woman about uh, some of the things that run through her mind when she's trying to do a little self-love stuff like did i lock the doors um did i leave the burner on are my ancestors watching me why did i just think about my dad (laughs) (laughs) so i mean okay so it's talking about how uh, and it's, it's specifically talking about women and I think this is true for men too, but the uh, the orgasm is seriously uh, about their mental state. It's, it, it's it's so if they can't get into the right mental place, 
it's hard to orgasm. And if they're not in that place and it's hard to stay there, it's hard to stay focused and without these other random thoughts creeping in. So I think it just gets to like processing your day before you get down to business maybe. I don't know. That would be the same if if uh, if you're distracted having sex. It's not going to be as much fun. You have to just sort of let that stuff go and get in the moment. But I think that this – I mean I think that um, – Ian's right that uh, this can happen for guys too. I mean, if you, you know, if, if you're not quite in the right mood or something, or something, yeah. you know, like if your phone rings during the middle of it, that that can certainly, you know, throw yeah. things off. Yeah. And- well, I, I, I mean, I've had like random thoughts during uh, special moments and stuff that uh, I'm like, okay, gotta gotta get my mind away from that. But uh, yes, I don't don't think to be. I don't think to have much of much a problem getting my mind in the game as. This woman seems to no, with not. all of this stuff. But the other thing is that you approach it as a challenge, right? If you have this random thought, it's like challenge accepted. You masturbate through it, right? Right. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> no, I just no, no, I don't. I dispense with all of this first. <laughs> so you, so your process is to to get relaxed and and yes. and, and get rid of this first. Yeah, because I don't want to be distracted. I just want to enjoy it. I think that her point is that she's having problems getting there. Well, she shouldn't have started. She was she wasn't ready to begin. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe she was pressed for time or whatever. I don't. But... This sounds like blaming the victim to me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. This kind of reminds me of a clip of a woman comedian, uh, and I'm afraid I can't remember who the woman comedian was, but um, uh, she was saying she said, "I've got an eight year old, an eight year old little eight year boy." And he's eight years old, and I have had so many talks with him about masturbation etiquette. And I, I just have to tell him and tell him all the time, don't walk in on mommy when mommy's masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, kids get, definitely get your own damn juice put... box. <laughs> actually, actually kind of reminds me of uh, Ellen DeGeneres talking about all the stuff her mind goes to when she's getting ready to go to sleep. Right, it's, it's like that. Yeah. You have to learn how to sort of calm yourself down and focus and chill out. Jeff Foxworthy talks about putting cowbells on the kids while him and his wife are having sex. <laughs> <laughs> so you can hear them coming. <laughs> they um, clang cowbells at bike racers, and so that would just make me think I needed to go faster. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so Terry, let's make some recommendations to this woman. Okay. Um, are, uh, are candles effective? Maybe for some people. For okay, me. not for no. you. Okay, what about um, music? What kind of, is there some mood music that she can think about investing well, in? Well, we've, talk, we've talked about music in the past, uh, like the masturbation, the women's masturbation music, and uh, I like Fica Twigs. There's a... Uh, I think while, while looking for... Um, uh, for masturbation stuff to put in here, I actually came across uh, one woman recommending that women put together a masturbation playlist. There okay. you go. That's a great yeah, idea. That's a great idea. I, I don't think that this is a one gender problem, though. I think maybe. I mean, I think maybe guys can. I, I don't know. Maybe it's easier for us to get through it. I um, think it's a. I think it's a society problem. Yeah, I think that's men what, yeah. are. Men are do tend to be more focused and single minded by the way the way our minds work though the the other thing is that it you know for procreation purposes the man has to orgasm the woman doesn't necessarily it, procreation <laughs> i think is i think is better when they do right it's more their chances so i think that we've been able to to decouple the two for them right but for men it, it you can't decouple the the orgasm and fertility but for women you kind of can't so Dan Savage, who I reference a lot and just love, he talks a lot about um, the decoupling and how if you don't make the orgasm like the only thing of value to come out of the experience, you're going to enjoy it a lot more if there's no pressure. But the more pressure there is, oh, orgasm, 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 the harder and more elusive that can be for some people. Right, exactly. So the so it's got to be the experience. You can't the it can't the orgasm can't be the old, the only goal of the act. You have to enjoy the journey, right? Right. So, so you're so he's suggesting that it's okay to um, to decouple the 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 idea of that orgasm has to be the end all be all. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, no, I 
Um, I think, though, I think that we, we've done ourselves a disservice in the past, though, religion in particular, this, uh, you know, the, where the woman's pleasure was not important. And I think that we're still crawling out of that in some ways. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it, show, it just shows up in odd places. Uh. And, and I and to go back to Max's point, I wonder if this if orgasm wouldn't be this this it, it wouldn't be the same issue had we not um, repressed women socially in such a way. Probably. Yeah. So. But my point that I was making was about the fact that men essentially evolved as hunters, so we're not as good a multitasker as women are. But when we're focused on one goal. We tend to focus on that one goal. Oh, that could be so. You, so men, men are you, you're saying that we focus on one thing until it's dead because we're poor meta, multitaskers. We we have to be yeah. better focusing on one thing. Well, yeah. there's another thing I I heard on the Slate Double uh, X Gab Fest. They were talking about this idea that uh, women have trouble with leisure, and I think this would fall into that category. Um, if we're doing something, we always feel like we have to have a goal. It's harder for us to just like we're not as likely to just chill out and play a video game or whatever. If we're, if we're knitting something, we're making something. If we have a hobby, there's an end goal. If we enjoy working out, we have a goal in mind, whether it's, you know, getting faster, weight loss or whatever. And it's hard for us just to be okay sitting still or taking pleasure in our leisure time. And I wonder if that's part of this too. Maybe it could very well be. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe, you know, I'm also reminded of how we talked before about, uh, how uh, um, vibrators were invented as a tool for doctors to basically masturbate women patients to treat hysteria uh, for, for for hysteria, and that's like you know all, all these ideas about uh, uh, funny ideas about how the way women's bodies works and how their the the way their uh, uh, we've repressed their sexuality. I guess in the old days uh, that was pretty much the way that uh, women could deal with um, their repressed sexuality. Uh, was to go to the doctor for their dose of the orgasm. Right. We've essentially talked about the fact that women's sexuality has been categorized as a disease. Ah, oh, well, that's that's kind of yeah. true. Yeah. I never thought of it in quite those terms. Thanks, yeah. Mac. But it, it's true. We did we did do that the, during the Victorian era. Yeah, we did. Well, and by not acknowledging women's sexuality and repressing it and stuff, women who have sexual feelings feel like there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Yeah. True. Oh, yeah. Although that is getting better. There's a lot more sex positive stuff for women right now, but there is still a lot of that, a lot of that shame. And if you, you know, if your mind is going a thousand different directions on things that you should be doing rather than this, then maybe that shame is part of it. Yeah. Sure. The other thing is that she does go try to look at porn at some point in the video and that, doesn't work for some reason. I, 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 I think she was looking at the wrong stuff. Clearly. <laughs> well, you've I, got to find stuff that you're into. Right. Exactly. And and yeah, you shouldn't be trying to find that stuff on the fly. You should know where it is prior right. to you know to the end. <laughs> I think my favorite one is number five. I need to be declawed. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, nails can be a real problem. Get them. my friend even for has- men. Yeah. Yeah. My friend has a joke about how when you're watching porn, you can tell whether, who are the real lesbians and who aren't. And the real lesbians are the ones with short fingernails. Oh, <laughs> the real life lesbians yeah, that's have funny. short fingernails. Or they just put them on in the morning. Sure. So let's ask, let's ask a real question here. How did pornography save civilization? That's right. <laughs> and this is from Oz.com? Uh, yeah. Oh, is that it? Okay. Ozzy White. Now, th- this is actually a great article that follows Ozzie. up some of the stuff I've heard before. Um, it goes into details about how, um, basically, how porn continues to help our society. It, it um, talks about how the first generation of ECRs were expensive, but because people wanted the porn in the house, they were willing to pay for it. And um, so, half of all the video cassettes sold in the U.S. in the late seventies were porn videos. Right, because because people wanted to consume porn in private, technology definitely flourished. Right. In fact, I heard that one of the reasons why Laserdisc players didn't get as popular as they could have been is because porn was banned from being on Laserdisc up until near the end of the Laserdisc era. 
I think that that's so, that's true. I I think that that I think I've uh, I I don't think that's just a myth. I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's uh there's a uh, there's a lot of evidence to say that the internet was essentially designed as a as a method to make sure that that the American military sources would have a steady stream of porn. <laughs> that would, but yeah, the, the basically the, 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 the that, 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 article is saying that we keep improving our communication technology because we're perverts. Well, yeah. the, the laser disc thing kind of confuses me. How the hell can you ban a whole industry from I, using your technology? I don't quite know how that worked. I, well, I never no, in the details it, of it, I, I'm so. wondering. I'm wondering from what you said if it was the uh, if the if it was the creator of the laser disc refused to put porn on the. Uh, the creator of the technology refused to put porn on his technology. Yeah, I, I think that it has something to do with the licensing rights and how um, that stuff works. I, I don't know the whole details on that. Well, we should find out. But I, I, I do recall that. Um, anyway. Yeah, I do recall um, porn was not on LaserDisc until near the end, and I do have a porn LaserDisc myself in my collection. Good. What is it? Um, Laying the Ghost. Okay. Sorry, laying the ghost. Yes, laying the ghost. I'm actually a little disappointed. I was hoping for some, some good pithy parody of a popular movie title. You know, like the like save, like save, savoring private private Ryan or uh... saving Ryan's private. <laughs> Sa- saving Ryan's I, private. I thought I thought savoring <laughs> private Ryan was just fine. Savoring private Ryan. Oh, but, put it together, savoring Ryan. But the article does go back and talk about even how you know Gutenberg's printing press was connected to it. You know, all this, all the stuff way back to that point was still, you know, having links to porn, pushing for it to um, be more popular. So and, wait a minute. Not only was he in police academy, but he invented the printing press too. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. <sighs> But so, and like I said, there's a logic to it. We are perverts, and we love to have our um, erotica, and we will find ways to do it. And it does, I mean, the porn industry, is this something that actually talked about it? Um, out does Hollywood by billions. Hey, Ian. Yo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Googling laying the ghost now because. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so I did an image search. Are there Superman costumes, or is that something completely unrelated? I don't recall any Superman costumes being in, although admittedly it's been quite a while since I've watched it. Okay. But no, it was about two ghost brothers that were haunting the house and basically having sex with the women there. And this one paranormal um, woman comes in and basically gives the guys the proper orgasm to release their spirits into the next world. (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> oh my love! <laughs> oh. All right, are we done savoring Privates Ryan's Ryan's Privates? <laughs> I suppose so. Ryan's Privates. Savoring Ryan's Privates. By the way, the the title of the movie Die Hard does not need to be changed for a porn movie. Oh. <sighs> that one's fine as is well then we should uh we should find out about obama's magic powers (laughs) obama kills scalia using dictator witchcraft now note they did not say voodoo because that would be racist oh (laughs) (laughs) does that take a really long time because hasn't it been eight years of scalia almost and yeah, well, that's the thing. The next three articles all talk about, apparently, the um, controversy and how Obama's behind it all. And it's like, why the hell would he wait till his last year to do that? I'm a bit puzzled with that one. It seems yeah. like really bad timing. The magic is slow, maybe. <laughs> so this is said by Ted Cruz, loving pastor. Is this is this also? Yeah, this is Rick Wilds. Is this Rick Wilds? Yeah. So this is Rick Wilds who, who came up with this. And I say came up with this theory, this hypothesis, <laughs> this crazy bullshit. <laughs> well, it, it would explain Obama's preference for green and black. He, he, he apparently was sorted into Slytherin, according to the artist. <laughs> yeah. So 
I mean, this is Rick Wilde says crazy stuff all the time, right? So this is par for the course. But part of part of what in uh, Alex Jones harps on this a lot that that they declared uh, they I guess the this they declared his death prior to the coroner or or and they didn't do an autopsy. So by not doing the autopsy and some of these kinds of things, it has allowed for all these crazy conspiracy theories, right? Because they kind of feel like it can't be combated because well, there was no autopsy. The, the coroner just said it was, you know, heart failure, but he doesn't really know. He didn't do an autopsy. And okay. so that's where well, a lot of this is stemming from. I, I, okay. I, and I want to I want to make something clear because, uh, like, I did the research on this. Scalia did not have a pillow on, on his face when they found him. Uh, the, the report was that there was a pillow above his head, which is kind of a different thing. I mean, I can see how that can possibly be mistaked above could you know when a person's laying down could be over over the face but no it, it said above his head um and well, what was a pillow doing in a bed with him anyways <laughs> yeah that is <laughs> it, it's it's i i heard uh i heard a rumor that he 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 died by accidentally falling falling over backwards onto some bullets yeah <laughs> that's not true <laughs> how old was how old was justice scalia I just looked it up. He's 80. Almost he 80. 70. He was he was almost he was a month away from is being it, 80. Okay. Is it possible? Is it possible that he died of being almost 80? Nope. Nope, nope. Cuz then you couldn't blame Obama for it. Almost 80. Uh, yeah, I mean like they 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 jumped on the whole pillow over his face thing, but then they had to like try to rec- because like the idea that somebody's going to smother him with a pillow and then just leave the pillow there doesn't quite matter. So they had to invent a reason for that. He said he concluded that the person uh, the person deliberately left the pillow on his face as a message to everybody else. Don't mess with us. We can murder a justice and get away with it. Okay, so that's Alex Jones that said that, correct? Was it Alex Jones? Let me I see. thought that was Alex uh, Jones that said that. No, no that, that was um, like Alex was the one that. Um, Alex Jones said that, that. That's Rick. I think this is Rick Wells, isn't it? Really? They, they, I think they both said it. Then they're both. They, they both they're said both, some really stupid stuff. I think they both said that piece. Okay. You know, I, I saw something really chilling about because uh, Alex Jones is talking about Obama coming to take the guns away. Um, I, I heard that the date that he is coming to take the guns away from the Republicans is November 8th, 2016, and they're urged not to leave their houses that day. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Now, what I love is I don't think Alex Jones here understands how um, the court system works. If you read his stuff, um, he's talking about, oh, there's a red flag. Then you realize Obama is one vote away from being able to ban guns, open the borders, and actually have court engaged in its agenda now that Scalia dies. I think you guys need to remember one thing, that... um, Rick Wilds and Alex Jones are the same lizards. It's just different suits. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. But no, I, I, the legal system, the way it works, first off, because Congress, my understanding is because Congress is actually not in session right now, Obama could have, um, under the circumstances, appointed a temporary, a temporary justice to fill in until uh, a, a um, new one was approved. And he didn't do that, which suggests to me, you know, that, He's probably not up to anything sinister. Uh, the second thing is um, the, the Supreme Court of the United States doesn't just randomly pass down judgment. You no, actually they... have to have a case go through to them that is relevant to the issue at hand for them to make a judgment. And it so has just... to come up through all the lower courts first. Right. So well, it... and in addition to that, what the Supreme Court does is they don't – they rule on cases, but they rule on cases – based upon the constitutionality of that case. Right. And, you know, so... So for, even if um, Obama was to be able to get a new justice in there anytime soon, the chances of the cases that would affect gun control, opening the borders, and any of that stuff, to actually get through to them by the time Obama's year is up is very minuscule. It's... It's like these guys really think Obama has a lot of power and a lot of control and can do some incredible stuff in less than a year. Now, what we have here is basically the the, uh, the conservatives want to they want to hold up a appointment of a justice until they can get somebody that they like, which means that they're also holding up 
a huge load of cases, right. and they'll blame that on Obama. Of course. Although I do like the meme going around. Uh, you have Obama sitting there going, so you guys want to um, delay uh, appointment of the next Supreme Court justice until either Hillary or Sanders is president and they appoint me. I saw that. I love oh, that, too. Yeah. Oh, he, he's a constitutional lawyer. Yep, he actually... Right. <laughs> so, but no, that, that's the whole thing. It's like they really must think Obama is a, a quite the amazing guy to be able to, in less than one year, pull all this off. Although, you know, I was reading um, uh, regarding, because, like, this isn't just a problem with the Supreme Court. It's all the lower courts, too, and... It, it seems that for the past longest time, both parties have been trying to block nominations of a lot of lower court judges, uh, even when, when you know, they were severely understaffed and everything. And it, it's apparently gotten really ridiculous. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of games being played with um I understand like even Obama and uh, Hillary Clinton have, like, filibustered lower court justice appointments and stuff. Yeah, well, that's one, yeah. one problem with our present political climate is th th there's a lot more game playing than there should be. There are, sure you know, they, they'd rather play games and struggle for political power than actually do what's right and what's going to help out the country the best. There are lots of um, courts that are missing judges right now. I mean it's it's over 50 judges on, on these lower courts, uh, maybe higher than that. And he could sit there and appoint those all day long, but it takes so much time to, to you know vet these candidates and everything that it's that it's hard to fill those positions sometimes. And with everybody yeah. being obstructionist about everything on both sides, right. it's what a waste of time to right. Yeah. This, this is not just the Democrats or Republicans; both sides have been obstructionist. Right. That is true. But no, I really like all this stuff coming up now saying, look at what Obama's going to do to us when he has less than a year left in office. Why the hell would he wait till the last moment to do it? And what a surprise that a very overweight 80-year-old man has died of a heart attack. You're right. That is suspicious, Terry. <laughs> it was natural causes that should raise red flags, according to Jones. We don't have Scalia's medical records, but he was probably yeah. not in the very best of health. I yeah, think he was a pretty big guy. Can't can't these um can't they just filibuster his death and, and bring him back? I don't know. I'm gonna, so does I'm, this mean that God wanted uh, Scalia to die and Obama to appoint the next justice? Oh, I, I think that that is probably true. But I think the Supreme Court filibustered that as well. <laughs> or not the Supreme Court, the Congress. The Congress, right? Congress, yeah, Congress yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't completely understand the filibuster laws. You know, so maybe I'm wrong. <sighs> rules, I guess, are rules, not laws. Oh. The only thing I know about a filibuster <clears throat> is that you have to. The person who's filibustering has to keep talking, or else somebody else can step in and break the filibuster. Right. That's the only thing that I know. So yeah, that's why the one. Um, that's not true anymore. They've 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 changed. Those that, rules yeah, as there's well. some ways around it now, but yeah. they can still push for that. I, I, we had the one lady in Arizona who actually got, um had to do that and got herself a special back brace and actually had a um oh yeah uh, after bag yeah, thing right. yeah so secret, in Texas. You know. I remember watching the TV series West Wing, which was it was at least semi accurate as far as the political process goes, but there was an episode called the Stackhouse filibuster, where this guy wanted to stop a vote and they were they the White House staff was trying to figure out why he was so intent on trying to stop the vote, but he spent his time up there reading from a cookbook. Right. So I think the court can proceed with eight. They can, and they are gonna proceed with eight. The problem is the workload. And the uh if they if they can't come to agreement, if it's if it's four to four, yeah. uh, the law reverts to whatever the final decision of the lower court was. Which yeah, is coin which... flip. <laughs> Not coin flip. No, no. Which actually, I, I don't understand yeah, the judicial process. Yeah. <laughs> so I googled Obama witchcraft, and I came up with some interesting results. Okay. Witchcraft or voodoo in Obama's White House, Obama. Witchcraft works Wikipedia, or no wiki, no witch witchcraft works Wikipedia. 
uh, Obama's mother-in-law practices witchcraft. Three witches in charge of the White House. Obama, uh, here his his mother-in-law practices practices black magic. Uh, Christians accuse Obama family of using witchcraft. So there is lots of connections with Obama and witchcraft. Well, he's so, very bad so at it. it. It is kind of suspicious that a black man became president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Says the Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there an island in Canada that's offering U.S. citizens asylum if Trump becomes president? <laughs> I haven't true? heard of that. <laughs> Probably someplace very cold, but whatever. I'll take it. <laughs> So I understand that uh, the other thing that Obama is doing is he's killing Russian kids with cigarettes. Well, no, 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 no. I think that you have uh, misinterpreted this here. That let, is let possible. Me, let, let me straighten this out for you. See, Obama kills a lot of people, but not as many people as lung cancer. This is a this is a, this is an advertisement on a billboard in Moscow, uh, and, and basically the it, it says you know Obama is killing a lot of people, but cancer is still worse. So they're comparing. Like, like, do do we mean personally? Is he like, you know, sneaking out in the shadows at night from the White House and just like, you know, people walking down blind alley if he jumps on him? I think you're thinking of uh, Abraham Lincoln's vendetta against the vampires and uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt's vendetta against the werewolves, the Nazi werewolves. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> in a tactic. Uh... Reminiscent of the Cold War, a bus stop ad in Russia, capi- uh, in Russia's capital, features a crudely done, uh, photo photoshopped image of Obama smoking a cigarette with the words "Smoking kills more people than Obama." Although he kills a lot and a lot of people, smoke uh, don't smoke, don't be like Obama. <laughs> uh, wow. Oh, here's one for you, dumbass. I just found a meme. Um, if Trump wins the presidency, you know who's going to be most excited about building a southern border fence? Canada. I've heard that one. <laughs> Can we get you guys to pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> no, Trump is going to make you pay for it, I'm sure. Trump doesn't pay for anything. He certainly doesn't pay for a lot of the stuff he says. <laughs> he not, yeah. Isn't that true? Holy mackerel. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, yeah. So don't smoke. Don't be like Obama. <laughs> what about being like Deadpool? Well, what's, what's a Deadpool? OK, a Deadpool. <laughs> a Deadpool is something you do at the beginning of the year. You choose your three people that you think might die during the year. And then those all and then everybody does that and you put it into a pool and then you see who, you know, who dies by at the end of the year and, you know, who wins the pool. Oh, so it's like gambling. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, but the Deadpool we're talking about is the comic book hero. But that is, in this in the movie, the kind of the origin of his name is, you know, a Deadpool. Yep. Um, so what we're talking about, though, what we're talking about is is uh, more in lines with the, the sexual content that, that you find in this movie. So Deadpool, the mainstream... Uh, and the mainstream of extreme sexual perverts. Now, here's the thing, is that this article was written by people, uh, by somebody who has not seen the movie. So I think it's only fair that the article is reviewed by people who haven't seen the movie as well. So that well, me leads and us... Tim, me and Terry haven't seen the movie. There you go. <laughs> and, That's right. <laughs> but and apparently there's... I'm going to say there, this. There... We're, we're going to let you guys go, but there okay. will be spoilers later. Okay. So we're getting a spoiler alert Listen, right now. Okay. But uh, just, you know, if you release spoilers, release some fake spoilers in with them as well. Uh, so okay. that we don't know, you know, which ones are real, which ones are fake. Right about the cock snake? <laughs> okay. Exactly. So some, some Christian is all up in arms about this movie that he hasn't seen because it's sexually perverse. And he's. Oh, seems- yeah! He seems the problem he seems to be having is that a woman pegs a guy with a strap on. Yep. Yep. And, and I have I have a little bit of a, like you're, you're calling that extreme sexual perversion. Oh, <laughs> that is adorable. You no, like I, imagination. I, as a guy, it is your heart. Watch. 
Bless your heart. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said you, you know. Uh, as a guy, it was a painful scene to watch. Oh, you did not enjoy watching it. Well, it was uncomfortable. And, and, and I was and, fine and with it. It was acted. <laughs> apparently, the character did not enjoy it either very much. Ah, uh, no, but it was. But it was consensual, right? Okay, yeah. so <clears throat> let me set this up for you. So let me start the spoiler alerts right now. Be very detailed. Very okay. So here, here's how this here's how this scene worked. And and Ian and Matt can correct me. Wait, did I time. turn the stove off? Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terry, did you buy kale? <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Pants down and listen. Okay. Okay. So we have this this couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just being... Okay, here. You guys okay. were wearing pants? I'm set. I was I I wasn't wearing pants. I have nothing now, to zip. Now I'm thinking of look away, child. Look away. <laughs> so we have we have a couple here. And in the in this movie, these two really like each other. Okay? We we it, it, I mean, I felt like these two really had a relationship. No, and, the the actor and actress had great chemistry together. Yeah, they oh, absolutely. Yeah. So in this, in this, so they 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 have this this thing where they're having sex throughout the year, and so they celebrate different holidays, in different ways, in different ways, right? Um, and so they so this whole montage is these these different things. But here's the thing: is that you you see a, a boob once, okay? But for the most part, the the um, this montage focuses on the actors' faces and yeah. on the and and on the communication between the two. It just isn't isn't them just fucking the whole time it's them having a conversation about the sex that they're having right and so it you really it, it is actually more sensual than sexual and another point that, that i'd like to make is that it's very clear in watching the formation of the relationship that these are two very very broken people that fit together because their broken places mesh right. yeah yep yeah it's very clear so and so we get to this one scene, and and yes, he gets pegged, and and it's um, it is Women's Sexual Liberation Day or something, something like yep. that. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and so so she pegged him for so women, for Women's Sexual Liberation Day, but all of the rest of the scene is it's these two experiencing each other. It isn't just it, it is it is these two people that are in love. Um, expressing that with each other more than more than the sex. The sex was actually a small portion of that whole scene. Yeah. Yep. And and by the way, he got her in the ass first. <laughs> and the second thing I'd like to point out is that the the dildo was not the most painful thing. He got up the ass during the movie. True. Quite true. <laughs> but my whole thing that I find so disturbing is that 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 short scene is nothing compared to the amount of violence that, yep. that we overlook in oh, this yeah. movie. Well, yeah, but but that had guns involved. <laughs> no, it didn't no. have guns involved no, because had, the studio guns. wouldn't pay for them. And some of them had some of them had swords involved too. Yes, there were swords. No, the studio wouldn't pay for all the guns. That's why that's why he kept it, you know, that's why he couldn't never had me. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, the guy's whole point seems to be that when we let sex get away from and he he uses the term generate. The role of gender gender is to generate, to generate life. And when we get away from that, well, I guess society will fall into chaos. But that that that's the basic point that he's trying to make. And it's like sex can be for more than just making babies. And we can experiment. It doesn't mean that people are going to stop having babies or that you know. The world will turn topsy turvy. Dogs um, and cats will. <laughs> right, dumbass, uses... I'm, I'm yeah. a sorry, dumbass, but you're wrong because he quotes Saint John Paul II's theology of the body. So he's essentially using as a source a man who was celibate. <laughs> so I'm I'm sure he's very clear on it's right. So what's right and what's wrong. The word pervert comes from the Latin perversus, which means turned around. 
So he uses turned around in italics a bunch of times. Exactly. So this idea that that, that the woman is pegging the man is perverse because it's (gasps) turned around. The woman should be the man should be pegging the woman, not the woman pegging the man. So let me get this straight. I understood you to say that there was prior sodomy where she was the recipient. There was indeed. I thought. I so thought he's that, not wait, freaked wait. out about that. That's not procreative sex. Does he not understand well, that she won't have? Maybe a baby? he doesn't know about that. He hasn't seen the movie. So. I don't. I, I. I don't remember her getting pegged in the ass. I thought that was one of the things that she was going to ask him to do. I don't know. No, I think I remember that scene. Really? Although I, I love the oldest. The first thing he says here: comic book characters and family fun at movies go together like peanut butter and jelly, right? I don't think he's seen the Sin City movies, which are based off of comic books. Right. I don't yeah. think he's seen Watchmen. Um, which do, do we need to go through the whole list of adult comic books that have been transferred into movies? That well, yeah. So why? <laughs> what is this idea that comics have to be for kids and for families? Why does it? It doesn't have to be that way. We have the same problem with cartoons, but but the Japanese don't feel that way. Look at the range of cartoons for adults in, in that culture. Yeah. Did we cover the? Um... The like uh, com- the big comic book scare of was it the forties? Yeah, I think we've covered the, that the several comic times. Comic code authority, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. seduction of the innocent. Yeah, me yeah. and Matt I mean, geeks on that one big time. All right, <laughs> yep. so so okay, basically, so got... basically the the whole overreaction to that back then caused a whole bunch of things to go in place and uh, basically caused comic books and cartoons and stuff to become pablum for a long time after yep. that. Yeah. So we we that's got, why people get the idea that it's supposed to be only for kids. Yeah. So we've got women pegging men, men pegging sheep, and cats and dogs living together. Here's what I love about this guy is there's a line in here early in the article where he's he's like, uh, you may prefer not to know about it. So let me forewarn you. In this blog, I'm going to talk about a level of sexual perversion you may prefer not to know about. <laughs> Feel free to opt out if you have Oh heavens to Betsy. Uh, <laughs> let me collect my pearls. <laughs> oh, the other and thing- he doesn't seem to have any problem with what Deadpool does to that unicorn. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, man. Oh. Well, remember, he hasn't What's seen the movie. unicorn. Oh, man. He it's- hasn't seen the Ding Dang no. Diddle movie. Don't tell them anything about the unicorn. You have to There's see no the There's no procreation involved in that, I'm sure. No, there was none. <laughs> so, is, is his, but we his do know pro- what it takes to get a money shot from a unicorn. <laughs> this guy's problem isn't with the act of pegging per se it's with the fact that the woman's doing it is yeah. that what his issue is so if it was a i guess he'd still have a problem if it was a guy Here, it's guy recipient that he's having a problem okay, with right but listen to the, the let yes, me go it's back the fact that the gender roles are are reversed right. and you know like women can do most of the things men can do and men can do most of the things women can do but only a woman can be a mother and only a man can be a father. And if you start, you know, messing with the gene- the gender roles in the sex act itself, well, they are not. Oh, here he says they are not. They're not as interchangeable. They are absolutely essential for the survival of society. Yeah. So listen to this guy's first paragraph. It was, we start. We have problems right for them to start. But um, Brian, promise to read it in the voice of Ned Flanders. Oh, man, I don't think I can. Do that. <laughs> I, I can. I can read it like Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Your level, okay. Comic books, comic books go together. Comic book characters and family fun as the movies go together like peanut butter and jelly, right? Well, this is the debut of Deadpool, Marvel's comic book. A 20th century fox forced me last week to have a conversation with my two older sons about the level of sexual penetration or perversion. That I prefer not to know about. Yeah, that was pretty good. To, but uh, have a conversation. Huh, my my uh, boys uh, saw the movie with me, and we <laughs> haven't had any kind of talk about that. <laughs> They're still shocked into speechlessness. And he didn't see the. Like, did his boys see the movie then? I'm not. He doesn't say. He doesn't say. He does not say. He did, yeah. So it forced him to have a conversation with his older sons about the level of perversion. Um, I prefer not to know about. Are you Brian, fucking? Have you talked oh. to your daughters about so, pegging? You know, did I they see the movie with your sister? They did. They already saw the movie. But here's the thing: is that really this is pretty minor compared to the some of the sex talks we've had with the kids. I mean, yeah. we've showed them pictures of vulvas. I mean, we we have really we we've had conversation with conversations with the kids about sex and stuff like that. So none of them came away shocked. My my they, they in fact well, they they did, it didn't even really register with them that this was a problem. Let me interject here that. Not. In terms of 
in terms of the uh, the level of perversion that we saw in the movie, quote, quote unquote, perversion, mm. it doesn't even touch what the character's like in the comic book. No, probably not. Because he is, he is, in the comic book, he is omnisexual. Yeah, he, basically, that- he basically will have sex with whatever happens to catch his eye at the moment. And one of the explanations of that is his sexuality changes all the time because he's, his body's healing constantly. So, it, you know, one day he'll be hetero, the next day uh, homo. You know, it just, his his body's healed up, his mind's altered. He suddenly is attracted to something completely different. Yeah. The, I, I heard that, uh, I heard that uh, in the next movie, it's supposed to be him and John Barrowman. Okay, that would be interesting. Right. So I hadn't heard that one, but I just made that up. Okay, so, that, so he's forced to have this conversation with his kids that he wow. doesn't want to know about. Um, feel free to opt out if you if you haven't if you haven't the stomach. So he's going to go on. How old right? his boys are? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're they're probably married. It doesn't matter. They're probably like married with children and he's like oh my gosh you guys so here's the thing boys now now that you're out of the house and married i think it's time for the sex talk now that you're 35 let's have this discussion so the next paragraph after he talks about the perversion and how you know he didn't want to he didn't want to know about it or have this discussion with his kids um why address it at all the fact that the film that depicted this level of perversion has become a smash hit. It broke a long-standing list of box office records last week with a $300 million uh, world debut. In more than a little, it is a little bit more than concerning. And people of faith, especially parents, serve no one by keeping their heads in the sand. We um, s- nobody, nobody ever tell him about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I, he would just—he would, he would melt down. He would lose it. Um, yeah. We we simply must learn how to have open, honest conversations with our kids about what they are being exposed to, and Saint John Paul II the, uh, theology of the body offers a good, uh, com- compelling understanding of how we got to this mess, and more importantly, how to get out of it. So I have doubts about how open and honest his conversation with his sons was about but this. I don't yeah, think it doesn't sound like he wants to have any talk about the fact that people don't have sex like him and only like him. This is the, we, I, we once I read picture, a, I picture the conversation with his sons as going something like this. Hey dad, you really should see this movie that we saw. And then they start telling him at which point he starts covering his ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was forced to have the conversation he didn't want to have. Well, so, I mean, I agree with him that we have need to be able to have open, honest uh, conversations with our kids. In yep. fact, I do. That's why when they saw this movie, it wasn't a big deal. I don't think open, honest means what he thinks it means. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. We, 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 well, once... no, I, I, I disagree. I think he was probably honest with his opinions. Sure. But we... his opinions are not very open. We covered, a con- uh, we covered an article a while back about some atheists that were out protesting or something and this woman was upset because now she had to have a conversation with her kids about what atheists were and she didn't even want them to know that atheists existed it's the and that's the mentality that we're dealing with wait she's an she's an atheist (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't believe in atheists she doesn't believe in atheists yes that yes yeah i like the part near the end just like big tobacco after years and years of denial Denial finally had to face the overwhelming mountain of evidence and admit that cigarettes cause cancer. So too will the entertainment industry, the medical establishment, governments, and educational centers. In short, the whole modern edifice – I like how he used the word edifice – one day be compelled to admit that separating genitals from generation has led to a degendered and, as a result, a degenerate world. Don't get me wrong. He's good. He's a good rhetorician, but you know, separating genitals from generation. What the hell does that mean? Contraception. It means anti-contraception. That means that that means not for for perception. Only for procreation. Procreation. Genitals are only for procreation. Okay. Excretion and procreation. 
is um is this perversion which is the part by um the, the which is the theory of body by John Paul II which, this is St John Paul II this is the St Paul that you were talking about oh well this is some kind no, of this a is, Catholic this is, document this is the this is the this is the former Pope John Paul II St John Paul II oh now. it is okay so where is where is this piece that he's talking about is this the where is it in here or does he not or does he not He's just referencing he's it. He's just, just referencing, referencing it. it. He's trying to make himself sound like he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Well, I don't know what the fuck yeah. he's talking about. He's appealing about. to authority. Which yeah, is it's fine. A, it's appealed to authority. And when it all comes down to it, this this whole article, this whole little uh, opinion here is a circle jerk because it's it's for people who think the way he does and it's not to affect the opinions of people who think anything else because they're already lost. They're already sinners. So it's a circle jerk. Yeah. Such language. You need a catch-22. <laughs> Fuck, guys. <laughs> so I just looked up the wiki on the John Paul II Okay, business. good. It's exhausting. It's just all this bullshit. <laughs> it's just, ugh. Well, yeah. Is, is, there, is there no summing it up for us? It's a very long Wikipedia page with all multiple right. sections. And philosoph- there's a well, lot of philosophical was a, he was a, to it. He was a long pope. Well, he had a lot of time because he wasn't having sex. Right. Yeah. But the guy was Pope for a long time. I so think... he, has a lot of, he had a lot of time on his hands to just, you know, write stuff. Yep. Yeah, he wasn't getting laid or anything, so it's like, okay. You know, I, I have plenty of free time to come up with whatever nonsense. Well, I have a huge problem. Well, see, if, see if... the thing is, he, he was, in reality, he was writing erotic fiction, but, you know, he had to, like, write something else too in order to you know cover himself like oh this is what i was working on and hide the other documents to the side you know don't don't out him as the author of the twilight saga (laughs) because that's just you know what here here's my here's my thing i have the right to get shtuk in the tukas that is my right if i want it okay yeah Ian, you were awfully quick i don't i don't think the complaint is whether you should have the right to do that i think he's he's kind of saying that uh, we we shouldn't be considering these kinds of perversions mainstream. Well, and, no, he doesn't celebrating them like this. No, he I think he thinks Brian we don't, should shouldn't do that. He brought. He does not think Brian should have the right to do. That. I think right because he yeah. thinks the medical establishment, governments, the entertainment industry, the whole modern ed- edifice will be compelled to admit that this is a terrible thing. Yeah, I, I think I think what they, what he's complaining about more is the promotion of it rather than the allowing of it. Well, do you know why it's the modern ed- edifice? Because we have learned we're not mired in the past. That's why it's the modern edifice. Here's the the thing is that we don't have perversion without religion, do we? I mean, it doesn't take religion to create perversion. Pretty much. I'm not sure. I mean. And in fact, religion tends to, it tends to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It tends to, it tends to uh, not enhance, but it. It tends to promote perversion because they make the fruit forbidden. Right. Well, when everything's wrong, it's easy to screw it up and sin, right? Yeah. That's the whole stick. Well, there, there's the other piece. We don't have sin without religion either. That's that's quite true. How, so do you, I? not that I'm anti-masturbation, but do you think that he's had to fap to this a few times? <laughs> Thinking about the topsy-turvy world. <laughs> you, you, think, oh, you, you think this is what he's focusing on? This, I think this, he spent a lot of time thinking right. about this. It, it, this article gave him so much focus, man. This is this this goes into his spank bank. Either that That's or right. uh, the Pope John Paul II book went into his spank bank. <laughs> it could be. I you wonder who... I wonder how he found out about this too. You have to sort of wonder, like, who told him about this? And he's like, I, well, I but, think his yeah. I think his kids either talked to somebody who saw it or they saw it and talked to him about it. But it's like, oh, what? What do you mean the woman was on top? What do you mean she had a strap on? Oh no, she wasn't on top. <laughs> she was behind him. Well, sorry. here's the thing. I don't know. I don't. She you was know, topping. This John Paul theory of body stuff is it? Is it go so far that I said that anything but missionary is perverted? I don't know. This dude who wrote this article down at the bottom in his bio, it says that he's the world's leading teacher of John Paul II's theology of the body. So, oh well, that's his deal. So this is an advertisement for him. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think that this guy needs to get pegged. 
<laughs> if he wants to. Listen, and, and I'll step up and do it, too. Well, let's. Uh, I think his email address is on there, Brian. <laughs> I'll let him know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's an email he's going to want to get. I'm happy to come over and peg you because I think it's necessary. Hello. I just saw the most anticipated movie of the year, Deadpool. It was glorious. Once in a generation, a movie comes along that your whole family will love. If your family is a f***ed up group of kissing inbreds. Plus, Ryan Reynolds looks so f***ing handsome in his red leather suit. I give it four Golden Girls. It's the best picture of the year. So, go see Deadpool this Friday. So the article is, North Carolina is the latest state to find welfare recipients rarely use illegal drugs. They just find this over and over again because a lot of the mostly it's conservatives who want to say, oh, oh we, we need to drug test people on welfare. Basically, they think that welfare recipients are, I mean, if not mostly, then they think to a large extent that they're lazy and that they're just using public money on things like drugs and other things that they don't need. They're so irresponsible, and that's why out of work in the first place. So we need to watch them carefully and make sure, you know, and they, and they propose this as like a public health measure too. like, oh, if they're on drugs, we, we want to make sure that they get proper treatment. But it's like the the indignity of it, you know, like, being yeah. on welfare itself is kind of undignified in the first place, and then they're just heaping on stuff in addition to it. And every single time this goes through, they find out that a tiny minority um, of, in this case, 0.3 percent. Yeah, yeah, I think four less than the population. Well, and let's not yeah. forget that they the don't want to. They don't want to pay for the for the drug programs either. So, the, so the wealth they, they, they managed to find 21 who tested 21 people out of 7,600. Who tested positive? That's and actually that, That's worth the, all the money that they put into it. How much does it say? How much? I think it does. It's been, it's been uh, millions of dollars in the various states that have done it. It's been very costly. So Which this is nice. money that could go to helping these people well, with education or job search or job search. Anywhere else that would be more, more productive. Right. Or importantly, this is money that could be given to the welfare people so that they could actually afford drugs. <laughs> no, um, sorry did i take away the wrong message from that you might have yeah you know it's 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 as a, it's as dumbass was saying though you're essentially saying to people who are already kind of down and out you're saying okay well we understand that you're not doing well and you need government assistance but would you mind if we ask you if you're criminals too yeah. Well, see, the thing is, it's not about helping them. It's about trying to put them down and make it more of shaming. a... Um, it's shaming, yeah. Shaming. Yeah. It, make it much more shameful to do it. It's like, oh, yeah, you have to drug test. And I was like, why are you getting... You know, it's not a problem. But, hey, we have to make it into an issue just to, you know... And now, I actually... A couple of years ago, when this stuff started, I actually had a guy I wasn't friends with, you know, outside of Facebook, but I, I forget how I ended up being friends with him on Facebook, who was defending this. And I'm like... But it's not saving money. It's not doing anything beneficial. All it's doing is costing whatever state puts it into effect a lot of extra money that could go all else. His defense was, well, I'm in the Army, and I have to take random drug tests all the time. I'm like, well, I don't think you should have to take drug tests either. It's stupid. It doesn't help anyone to do that unless you honestly think there's a problem. And he unfriended me after that because I was – I don't. Okay, I, I I don't want to go that far because I think that there is a place for drug testing, and I think yeah, that, there is if you see the, a potential for there being a problem. Well, but okay, like my company does a lot of that because we have a lot of field people, and so they 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 do it they they do it as a safety precaution. What right? about surgical nurses? Yeah, I, I don't think even then it's warranted. Really? Okay, I, maybe not. I, I'm okay. completely against it. Okay, so we have a case. We have if an you see someone having a real problem, someone not being able to function, not being able to do their job. Then you look into it. But if, if the person's not having any problems, it's not really any of your business what they do outside of work, if you ask me. So what you about, don't think there's a category of work where people should just be randomly tested? No, I don't. Really. Not randomly. I, I mean, yeah, ra random 
testing, especially if you're if you're testing everybody. Um, I mean, there there is no such thing as a test without false positives. Okay, right. and yeah. if you're if you're just testing randomly without any criteria, then you're going to have more false positives than you can deal with because false positives are going to be more common than uh, anything else. You know, I can't speak to that because um, as far I don't know what their false positive rate is at my company. Um, and, you know, technically, I think that I could be randomly drug tested at any time, but it's mainly our field people that I think get it. I think that they're the focus of it. And so I, I, w- I wish I had their data. That would be interesting to see some, uh, data from a company that is actually doing this to see if it's actually making a difference. Well, and what is? How do you compare this to the general population, too? Like, if we well, you don't. It's, it's completely different yeah. from a private company to use their money to do this, as opposed to using public money to screen this in a place yeah. where they, by doing this, they have shown that it's not necessary. Right. Uh, right. And are they drug now, testing? Are they the, testing kids too, or just the grown-ups? Because a huge number of welfare um, recipients are children. I don't know. Uh, the other side of the coin, though, is that. The numbers that they're coming up with and the numbers that uh, that you were talking about from North Carolina are higher than the numbers I heard from, I think, Arizona or New, no, it was New Mexico. New Mexico is like one person in 87,000. And so in, I, I wonder if maybe it, the amount of people that they're finding actually seems low to even be a random sample of the population. Yeah, uh, it would. So I'm wondering if it's not a random sample. Well, I mean, no, I under- yeah, it's not a random sample, but a random sample of the population it should be higher than that. That's Ian gets what I'm talking about, right? But yeah, okay, plan. yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, but right, this but is a what sample I'm of. Is I'm wondering if I'm wondering if the if the test that's being used is maybe not an effective test. I, I don't know. I, I think we have to ask that question too. Well, what I mean, what? Te- uh, yeah, I guess we need to know what tests are doing. But in every state that this has been done, it's been shown to be worthless. Yes, more cost, it, it, more costly than it is effective. Yeah. It's not better. And, and this is, and this more. is, this is just the myth that uh, poor people and people are out of work. They're in that position because they deserve to be, because uh, because and, and of some moral true. failing it, it, in themselves. It's established that the majority of people that end up on welfare do not stay on long. They want to get off. They want to, you know, get their lives back together and move on. No one wants Yeah, there's a, there's this myth that we're that there's this and I guess they use the term welfare state. Yeah. And and that that brings to my and I I'm not sure exactly what they mean by that but I but I get the impression it means that they think that there are like these whole swaths of people who are are just living off the public teat and not be, being any benefit to society and they're just lazy, they don't want to work, they and they and they're getting like a free ride. Which isn't the way it is. There is no, it's, it's right. not even close. There is fraud, right? And we, and yes. we know that in wherever wherever these systems exist, there's going to be a certain amount of fraud. Yeah. But it's not the majority. It's under three percent based on the statistics that we have. It's so low that it's not even worth addressing. So right. if people test positive, are they then denied benefits? No, they get less money. Huh. That's what this article says, that they, that they aren't denied benefits, but they get less money. And they're put into mandatory drug rehabilitation programs, right? Right. They, they're getting drug treatment that may or may not be necessary and it may, not, may or not be effective. Yeah, it really gets to blaming and shaming people. It's really terrible. It, this, is, this is all about shaming people. This is about shaming them for being poor, first off, and needing yeah. assistance. It's about shaming them for asking for help. Well, when it all comes down to it, the, the conservative mindset is that if you succeed, it's because you deserve to. You if you fail, yourself. it's because you deserve to. Exactly. They think that the world is a meritocracy, and it's just not. Right. We know that money breeds money, right? And we know that the people at the top stay at the top, and, and that the people at the bottom, you kind of tend to stay in the same range that you were born in, statistically. I mean, if there's one thing that proves that uh, the world is a meritocracy, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot of money. He said so. But he worked hard when he borrowed that million dollars from his dad because, you, you know, um, yeah, because everyone has the access to a million dollars from their father to get themselves. You know, if I could get a million dollar loan, you know, from anybody, I could probably do a lot with it. Yeah, guys, sure. Guys, 
if we're going to start Trump bashing, yeah. we're going to be here another three hours. So let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap it. So here, so bottom line is that they, that they, this went to the governor and they, and the governor vetoed the bill and it went back to the, um, to, to their, um, the house and the house of representatives and the, and their Senate and they passed it. So Ooh. this was not passed by their governor who vetoed it. This went back to the, the legislature and they passed it there. And uh, the governor was a Republican, so kudos to him for not giving in to his party's, <laughs> you know, pressure on this. God, no kidding. So it says that the state has paid uh, $4,895 for the program. That's currently, uh, so far, drug tested, eight, 89 tests have been administered at $55 each. What is this at the bottom? I where do, The numbers are, hmm. This this says yes a much smaller sample size here at the bottom. I'm missing something. Anyway, so the you know so the they it got it got re put into law. Their governor the governor vetoed it and they said well it's still the the Republicans said it's still a valuable program because we're identifying people who need treatment. And, exactly, and the Democratic <laughs> and the Democratic senator said that it's a waste of money and and that that they've shown it that they can do something better with the money. Could do anything better. Oh yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, and so there we go. They've been shamed. Anything else? Nope. All right. Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Happy night. And, uh, in honor of Deadpool, that's one in the can. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Happy pegging. Pegging everyone. Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Board. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.